0: Shalom to all. Today's office we almost have tzadi base. We are starting the third line at the two dots. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas Mars, Miram Sarah Bassev Yaakov Meisha. Her neshamah should have aliyah. And Lili Nishmas Rabbi Yechmiel Mardechai and Rabbi His neshamah should aliyah. And the mishnah said Nisal Pi Once again, this is a story where the woman's husband went overseas. She heard that he died. She married somebody else. It turns out that he really was alive. But the reason why she was allowed to get remarried is because Bezin told her she's allowed to. So he said that she has to leave that second marriage. However, she does not have to bring a karbon. But now Amr Ziri he tells us less and last less Nisim. We do not pass like our mishnah. And she really is chayav a Bamaj Josha because of a brass which is taught in the base medresh the ton of we have a brass which is taught in the base medris, hiru Shaka shakachamo. Let's say it's Shabbas, it's a very cloudy day. Abezin Paskins the sun has set, it's not Shabas anymore. Well Basai's Zarcha, and it turns out that the sun was really shining. Ains of that's not considered a Hyra, a Psak El Tos. That's just a mistake. Now, what we're gonna be discussing right now is that there's a fundamental difference between a psak and a statement about facts. A psak or a haira'a is when various sources such as Psukim or Joshis, or Brises and like are analyzed, and based off of the wisdom of Besdin, a Psac of had to proceed as granted. If it turns out that they erred in their analysis, then it's considered a mistake and a carbon needs to be brought if the majority of the T word did something based off of what they said. However, a tos, and yes, even though this word is usually translated as mistake, but a tos over here in the Gemara is different. When Besdin declares facts to be one way, and it's apparent to all that they're not such, for example, Besdin says, the sun has set, Shabbos is over, and then the clouds clear and the sun is still shining bright and strong, they were clearly mistaken with what the facts on the ground were, nothing to do with an erroneous halachic conclusion. And in that scenario, people would have to bring individual carbonos and and they can't rely on the fact that Bezin told them that Shabbos was over. The only reason why Bezin said that is because they were mistaken with what the facts were. Same thing over here in our Mishnah. Bezen only told her she was allowed to get remarried because they thought that the husband died. Now that the husband walks in, obviously he didn't die. Obviously Bezin has their facts wrong, and therefore the woman would have to bring a karbon. Now Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman argues with Zairi, and he says Hairahi, it is considered a psak. And Rav Nachman he says Hayrahi, I'll tell you how I know it's considered a psak, and therefore she does not have to bring a karbon. That's because the Kula Usually throughout the Torah, we do not believe one aid to say something. Something. over here, Mehemin, we are believing as one aid to say that her husband died. My time, why is that? Dairahi, isn't because the Bezdin is relying on what he said and they're giving an official Psak that she's allowed to get married? And in such a case, it's considered a mistaken Psak, and she would not have to bring in carbon because she relied on Bezdin. Rava. Rava says he argues with the Nachman, and he supports the Iri, teta the toast, who you should know is just considered like a regular toast. The Ilu Hairu Bezdin, Becheliv, and Dom, Latera, say bezin Paskin, that certain type of Cheliv and dam are mutter to eat. Then they saw, you know, there's a reason to asser it, and they decided that it's Asr. If they go back to the original Pesach of it being Mutter and they say you want to know what really it's Mutter but they don't give a good reason for why it's Mutter we don't listen to them and we still say that it's Asr. However if we had one aid that came and said that her husband died Sharina now she's permitted and then two aid came and say that really her husband did not die so she's Asr. Now when another aid comes and says yes I know that previously the husband was alive but now I'm telling you for sure that the husband died. Sharina we're going to permit her. And my time of why is it that we're permitting her, isn't because that original psak that she's allowed to get married was just considered a Taos? Because if the original allowance for her to remarry based off the original Eid Echad was considered Psaac, then the new Eid Echad would not be believed, because he's not providing us with any better of a reason than the first Eid did, similar to the example just brought regarding Bezin, allowing certain Cheil Vendam, not allowing it, then going back to the original Heter for no apparent reason, we don't follow the original Heter and remains in a state of Iser. So it must be that her allowance to remarry based off the original Eid Echad was simply a toast. And the Afra the toast, so even when holds it a toast, at Hanu Reblez says, that when the original husband comes back, we have to do a really deep analysis into this to goes all the way to the center of the mountain. and she would have to bring a fat chatas, meaning she is high for living with the second husband, and she would have to bring a chatas for that. Now we have with the toes, so if you want to say that B'ezdin allowing her to get married to a second person was just a toast. They just made a mistake with the facts on the ground. So carbon. That's why she would have to bring a carbon. It's not like she's relying on a psac from the Besdin. Elli Amartohirod. If you want to say that it was a psaq that she halachically was allowed to go get married because they gave an official psak, a my carbon, why would she have to bring a carbon? It must be that it was considered a toast, and that's why she has to bring a carbon. The Gemara attempts to knock that away. Perhaps her holds that if an individual did something based off of bezin, are still have to bring a carbon. So we say no. Im Kane, if that was really so, why did he use this lashon of yikav It must be that we're talking about that it's a toast and that's why she would have to bring a carbon. And now explain the last part of the Mishnah, which had said, if bezin paskin. She was allowed to get married, but instead of getting married, she was Makalkel, and then her original husband came back, so then she would have to bring a carbon. So the Gemara asks, My kilkel, what does it mean she was Makalkel with someone? Rabbi Lazarimar, he says, Zinsa, she was Mizana with them. She didn't marry them, she was just Mizana with them. Rabbi Yechanamar, he says, kain gadol, This woman was an Alman and she married a Kain gadol or if she was also a grush or a and she married a Kain Gadal, then her original husband came back. In that scenario, she would have to bring a carbon. The Gemara explains, According to the Manda amar that says, that Kilkal means that she was Mizana, for sure, also in this scenario, if she was an alman and she married a kain gadol, she would have to bring a carbon in that case also. But Manda amr alman al kain gadol. According to ma'and amr, that in our mishnah means that if it was an alman and married a kain gadol. Avul zin so lay. But if she was just mizana with someone, then she would not have to bring a carbon when her original husband comes back. My time, of why is that? Umar, because she could always say aton huda in, in panuya. You were the ones that made me into a panuya. You said that I could go get married to someone else, which means that I'm officially a panuya. I'm officially open. I didn't marry someone. I was just living with them business. But that's not a reason I should bring a carbon. And taima vasiyir We have a brisa just like b'yechan, and the brisa says Say if paskin, she's allowed to get married and she went it was for example she has to bring a carbon for every single time she had Bia with him that's Reb-Laser's opinion they say carbon she only has to bring one carbon for everything now if she married five people she's high for a new carbon with every single person because these are individual bodies they're individual people so therefore she'd be high a carbon for each one and on to a new Mishnah with brand new cases, a woman, her husband, and child went in Dinas Hayam, they went overseas, then they came and they told her, your husband died, and then your son died, which means you're not chai because when your husband died, you had a child. So Venisa, says, she went and she got married to somebody, and then they came back and they told her, it was really the other way around, your child died first, and then your husband died, so really, you were chai v'nibam. she has to leave her husband, and her first and later child is a mamzer, we're going to explain what that means in the Gemara. Amrullah, let's say they told her, meis your son died and then your husband died, so you're chayav in So she did yibum with her brother-in-law. And then they came back and told her it was really the other way around. Really, your husband died first and then your child, so you're not chayav in she has to leave the yavam. And the earlier and later child is a mamzer. Amrullah, let's say they told her your husband died. Fini and she went and got married, then they came and told her he really was alive by the time he got married. And only now he died. she has to leave her husband the first child is a mamzer while and a mamzer. the later child is not a mamzer let's say Amrullah they told her balach your husband died in a Scotia, and she accepted kidushin from someone and then her husband came back she's allowed to go back to her original husband get even though the second husband gave her a get loy paslamana kununa that does not pass her from kahuna and azu darsha he hidash in the following veisha gurusha a woman divorced from her husband is not allowed to marry a kain but if she was divorced from a man who's not her husband then she's allowed to marry a kain. now nothing more as my my no what does that mean? The first and the last children are considered Mamzerim. If you want to say, they were talking about a child who was born before she heard that really the events were the other way around. And the Achorin is talking about a child who was born after she heard that the events were really the other way around. So, listen, we should just say the child's a Mamzer. Either which way, the child's a Mamzer. Why say the first child and the last child? So, the more answers, Mishim the since we have to say the later case in the Mishnah of Amrullah, if they told her, Mes Balach, your husband died, says, and then she got married, and then they told her, Kayim Haya, he was really alive when you got married, Umason, um, only now he died, so in that scenario, her Risha and Mamzer, the first child that she had, before she discovered what the order of events were, that child's a Mamzer, the Acherin ain't a Mamzer. However, the second child that she has, after we know for sure that her husband died, is not a Mamzer. Since we have to say Risha and Acherin over there, Taranami Resha, Risha and Acherin Mamzer, that's why in the Resha, we also say the first one and the second one's a Mamzer, but it really just means that all children she would have from either of those unions would be a Mamzer. And the Gemara continues, Taran Rabbanu, we have a Brisa, Zudevi Rebekiva, our mission is he says, "Ain kiddushin taifusin bechayvelavin. Kiddushin is not taifus when we're dealing with an isher lav. And in these cases, she has a Isr lav to marry whom she married. Either she married someone in the shuk and she was really chayv to marry the yavam, or she married the yavam and she really wasn't allowed to marry him. Since we said the vlad is a mamzer, it must be that we're going like Rabbi Kiva that kiddushin is not taifus bechayvelavin. Avacham I remember the chum says, says the Bryso, ain mamzer There's no such case of a mamzer from a yavam. The Gemara asks Velema, ain mamzer Why didn't they respond by saying there isn't a mamzer from chayvelavin? Why did they use this interesting language of so my answer is high tana that's the town of Rabbi Kiva, the armor that says de Have a Mamzer. We only have a Mamzer of lavin, if the love is a love of she'er, of relatives. However, Lavin have a Mamzer. If it's just a regular love, so then there is no Mamzer from that union. And when a woman has a Yavama Lashuk that she has a Khiv to marry the Yavam, but instead she marries someone else, that's just a regular love, that's not a love of she'er, and the child will not be a Mamzer in that case. And Umravi, who decided based on on top of Rav nine, how do we know she in Kiddushin to be The Kiddushin is not typhus with the Yavama. We have this woman, she's and yibum to marry the yavam. Instead, she accepts kiddushin from someone else, from someone random, someone in the shuk. How do we know that kiddushin is not typhus? She not because the Pesach says, The wife of the deceased is not allowed to marry outside to a random person. She has to marry the yavam. What do we learn from here? She does not have any havaya, meaning kiddushin will not work if she accepts kiddushin from a czar, from a random person. Now, Shmuel or Shmuel says, Because of our poverty, because we don't understand how to learn psukhan properly, she wouldn't need to get from this person. Now, mesap the shmol shmol's mesupek high loy tia This pasak of loy tia eshes what is it telling us? Elo lav huda asa is it telling us that she just has a lav, she's not allowed to marry someone else? But if she does marry him, kedushin is tayfez. Either loy ba kedushin huda asa, or is it telling us that Kidushin's not tayfez, and even if she accepts kedushin, kedushin is not tayfez, and that's why she says that she needs to receive a get from him. Now, Amar of Mari bar Rachel of of Mari bar told Avashi, Hachi Amar This is what Amemar said. Halacha kavasei like Now, Amar Vashi he says, Hasha Amar Amemar, hilchas kavasei Now that Amemar said that like Shmuel if her Yavam was a Kayin meaning if the Yavam whom she was supposed to marry was a Kayin so then the Kayin should do Chalitza to her and then she's permitted to marry the husband that she accepted Kiddushan from because if she receives a get from this person whom she accepted Kiddushan from she's not going to be able to do yibum with this Kayin because now she's considered a Grusha so therefore we should do the other way around the Kayin should do Chalitza to her and she's allowed to stay married to this man whom she accepted Kiddushan from the Gemara says she's going to gain from there it turns out that someone who did Naveira is gaining. She didn't haveira. She was not allowed to accept Kiddushan from him. And you're saying, oh, so she's not going to be ushered to the yavam? Why doesn't she just get chalitza from him and she's allowed to stay married to the person whom she's doing an avera with or who she accepted kiddushin with be Ella, what we really mean to say is im ha-Yavam yisrael. If her yavam was yisrael, nice and lasheni get. So then the second one, meaning the person whom she accepted kiddushin from illegally, he gives her a get vahter loy, and then she's permitted to the yavam. Now amr Gidol, amr vchibar Yosef, amr rav yavama kiddushin einba nisu and yeshba a yavama Kidushin is not typhus with her. However, Nisuin does work, meaning if she marries someone whom she's not allowed to, she does have to get a get from him. The Gemara asks, If Kiddushin doesn't work, Nisuin also shouldn't work and she shouldn't have to receive a get from him. The Gemara says, you're right. Really what we mean to say is that neither Kiddushin nor Nisuin works and she would not have to receive a get from the other person. by same alternatively could explain, What does that mean, that there is Nisuin with her? Biznos. If she lives with this other person, if she marries him, it's just considered like she's living with him biznos. Just like her Hamnuna. Hamnuna, he says, If a woman who's Shemeres Yavam, she's waiting for the Yavam to marry her and she's with someone else, she's to the Yavam. So too, if she marries someone, she's going to be usher to the Yavam as well. by same, alternatively, it's really like what we said originally, the kidushin Ain Bab and Yeshba. And the reason why she has Nisuin, which means the reason why she would need to receive a get, that's because is the Shalach Sayyam. We're afraid that people are going to get this case confused with a case of a woman whose husband went overseas, then she heard that he died, so she married somebody else. And then her husband came back. So since we don't want people to get confused in between these two cases, she would also require a get when she was a Shemir's Yavam and she married someone whom she's not allowed to. Now Arm Rabyana states, Bakhaburo Nimnu Vagamru, they sat down together in a group, they voted and they passcanned and Kiddushan types in Yavama. Kiddushin is not typhus with Yavama. If she's a Shemer's Yavam, she has to marry the Yavam and she accepts Kiddush from someone else. Kiddushin is not hizu. Isn't this our Mishnah? What does that mean, our Mishnah? Didn't we have a Mishnah? Ha-imril Isha. Let's say a person tells a woman, Harea you are Me-Kudesha- to me, lachash has gayer after I become a ger. Lachashet or after you become a ger. La has after I get freed from being a slave. Lachashet is after you get freed from being a slave. Lachashi yamas or after your husband dies. Lachashat omzachaysech or after your sister dies. or after your Yavamah gives you chalitza, ain't mikudeshes. She's not mikudeshes. So we see in this last statement of the mishnah, he tries to be mikudesh a woman who is a shemeres yavam and it doesn't work. So we already know that from the mishnah. So Amarle Rabbi told Rabbi Yechonon, the dali If I wouldn't have picked up. A piece of pottery for you. Min marganisa to say, would you have found the pearl under it? If there's a gem hiding under a piece of pottery, you're not going to see it unless someone picks it up for you. Or Aviyan is telling Rav is that if I wouldn't have told you that kiddushin isn't by byevama, then you wouldn't have understood what the mission is talking about. The only reason why you understood that that's what the mission is saying is because I told you that halacha. Now Armelai Rishlagis Rishlakish told Rav Yechanan, love the kalsach If not for the fact that you were praised as a great man, I would have told you this mission is really Rabbi Kiva. The Amar Kiva says and that kedushin is not typhus with chavi lavin. Then the more says that's not really true because If that Mishnah was Rabbi Kiva, when he told her that you should be kedush with this money after your Yavam does chalitza to you. So then let's kedushin. should actually work in that case. Why is that? Because we know that Rabbi Kiva holds that a person could be makna something that's not even here yet. Did we have a on the top? If a woman says I am assuring everything that I make, everything that I produce. Meaning you, Mister Husband of. Mine are not allowed to have any benefit from anything that I produce. So Tanakama says in the husband does not have to nullify that vow. The vow isn't chal at all anyway, since she has a chiv to give him everything that she makes, so she can't make a vow on it, everything that she produces automatically belongs to the husband. So he doesn't even have to nullify that vow. However, Bikiva and Rabakiva says Yofer that he should nullify the vow. Why is that? Hadif all of a perhaps she's gonna produce more than what's really fitting for him. As we just said, everything a woman produces, all of her handiwork, all the money that she makes, has to be given to her husband. However, that's only a certain amount there's a standard amount that has to be given to her husband. Anything more than the standard amount, she's allowed to keep for herself. So what B'kiv is saying is that perhaps she's going to make more than usual, that little bit which is extra, which she might produce later on, will be able to have this neder chal on it, and therefore the husband should be made for her neder. So we see from here that a person could be makna davr shloi ba'il Even though she has not yet produced this item, she still can have this vow be chal on it. So Gemara says that's not a riot, because itmar Allah was already stated on that, Huna really what's that talking about? Ba'aymeres yekadshu yadai the way she verbalizes nether was by saying that my hands should be kaddish to the one that made them, meaning she basically was Makadesh her hands, and therefore anything that her hands produce automatically becomes hektish or automatically becomes usur. And the reason why the nether is going to work over there is the because her hands are in the world. So really that Misha is not talking about being makinadavr shloi bai la ilam, she was makaddish her hands, and her hands are able to turn anything that they create, anything they produce into hektish or into something which is usser. So therefore we actually come out that Rabbi Kiva does not hold that a person's allowed to be makinadavr shloi bala la ilam. Now we Conclude with a different opinion. We'll the rav Nachum this is not like Rav Nachemar Yitzchak. He says, Rav Huna Kirav, Rav Huna holds like Rav, Virav holds like Kreb Yanai, Rav Yanai holds like Kreb Chia, Chia holds like Krebi, Vrabi is like Kreb Mayer, Vrab Mayer is like Kreb Lezer Berniakai, Vrab Lezer Berniakav is Krebi Kiva, to Amar, that a person is Machin Darish Leib Ilam. So we have this Machlaikas, does Rav Bikiva hold other Machin Darish Leib Ilam or not? We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about this for now. Everyone should have a wonderful day.